Stokely and Zach on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. Is this the year the Broncos finally get improvement in an area that has been confusingly bad for years now? Gosh, I think I feel like there's two. Well, unfortunately, there's really three areas of the Broncos, and I'm oversimplifying here. That like in the time that we've been doing this show uh, since 2017, in the six years we've talked about three things with the Broncos that has constantly needed improvement. Yes, yes, yes. Can I guess? Here? Yes. Okay. Um, one is the quarterback. Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Um, the second one is right tackle. Yeah, I'm throwing. Yep, I'm throwing offensive line oh, in there okay. just in general. Oh, okay, perfect. Um, and then the last one is wow. Where do we go with the last? Can you reframe the question for me? Uh, the, the like the tease. Yes. Yes. Did we, uh, did we get our? Or no? Uh, is this the year the Broncos finally get improvement in an area that has been confusingly bad for years? Uh, and then the other one, confusingly bad. Wow. Um, what else has been confusingly bad? <sighs> they Tight got end? Zoos and they'll make you miss. Oh, special teams. Mm. Oh. oh. They're running the hypotenuse. We're all screwed. Oh, bring it to me, Tom. Talk to you. got a lot of firemen that haven't went into yeah. a building that's on fire, but they got to get in. Got to get in. The door's locked in the house. Not worried about him. Blues. A squared plus B squared is Where's C squared. That? <laughs> I don't know. Oh. That's Stephen Pre special, right? Oh my gosh! I, yeah, 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 yeah. That was Stephen. Oh, that yep. was so good. We, we, we need to find that. Um, you know, what we could do. You know, what we could do. It would take some time, but like, if we took some Brock Olivo sound, some Tom McMahon sound, and some Dwayne Suk, Stukes sound, that's I mean, a symphony right there. That's an that's a that's an Emmy. That's an Emmy. That's an Emmy. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, that's that's what that would be. It's like it's like that was like once upon a time way back in the day. It was like the traveling Wilburys. It was like the best singer from this band, the best singer from this band, the best, and they all came together and made like a super group. Who the Wilburys? Traveling Wilburys is like Wilburys. like George Harrison from the Beatles, and oh. then it's like you know uh, Tom Petty, and it's like oh, it's like all the it's like the best of the best. It's Vince Neil. <laughs> Kid Rock, <laughs> Chris um, Stapleton. <laughs> it'd be, it'd be, what what, years, what year was this though? Is this a? Is I think this it was. Happened? The, I think it was in the seventies, and and I hope I hope I'm right on Petty Uh-oh. being in there. But it was it was um was I think oh, it was, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. All right. Um. So uh. So we got special teams. Yeah. Yeah. Well, special teams. Hey, here's here's what I feel about special teams. I won't believe it until I see it. Right. That's where we're at. Right. Every year it's been like okay. We got this Tom McMahon guy. He was with the Colts, and he's been around the league. And Pat McAfee said, you know, two thumbs up with for Tom McMahon. You know, he gave him the seal of approval. So yeah. it was like all good. And disaster. Brock Oliva, Olivo, um, same thing. And then Dwayne Stukes, I'm like, man, this guy sounds great. Oh, I love his intensity. It's like this guy ain't playing around. Right. This is going to be great. Right. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm just going to – take the wait-and-see approach here, right, with with what goes on here because it seems like whoever comes in, it's like our offense almost. It's, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who it is. We could bring in whoever, and it's not gonna. It's going to be bad. That's kind of, you know, living in the world of, of suck here, yeah. right? That's, that's, the, 
2018 quote from Emmanuel Sanders. Yes, we're living exactly. in a world to suck, and it, that that was just the beginning, because it's only gotten worse. It truly has. It truly has. Well, special teams is often a microcosm of who you are as a football team, what your depth looks like, your attention to detail. And the Broncos have been bad. And the reason we're talking about it is because the Broncos have hired a new special teams coordinator under Sean Payton. It's Ben Kotwika. Okay? Kotwika had... Say that again? Ben Kotwika. Okay. I hope I'm saying that right. uh, uh, Kotwika? Kotwika, again, I don't know much about Ben Kotwika. Um, K-O-T-W-I-C-A. Okay. So... Kotwika has previously been a special teams coordinator for the New York Jets back in 2013, Washington 2014, 15, 16, 17, 18, Atlanta Falcons 2019, 2020. He was the Vikings special assistant special teams coordinator this past season. Okay, so then he was Vikings assistant. Uh, uh, yep, he okay. was. Yep, All right. just trying to get this right. Assistant special teams coordinator. Okay. So Ben Kotwika is the new special teams coordinator. We'll hear from him once a week during the season. Mike Westoff has been hired as assistant head coach and special teams assistant. Now, Westoff was Peyton's, Sean Payton's special teams coordinator in the 2017-18 season before retiring. Why am I talking about the assistant special teams guy? Because before that, Westoff was the special teams coordinator for the Jets and head coach Rex Ryan to, uh, for a handful of years, three, four years. We now know Rex Ryan is among the top candidates for the Broncos' defensive coordinator position. When Mike Westoff, uh, he's a, uh, Mike Westoff's special teams assistant with the Jets was Ben Ben Kotwika, okay, who's now the assistant. So like the the the, the who's now the head guy, who's now the head guy. So they flip roles yes. over the years. Who was the assistant? back with the Jets is now the head guy here in Denver, and the head guy with the Jets is now the assistant for Ben Kotwika. Okay. It's a lot there, I know. No, no, got it. Got it. Uh, just hopefully it's better. That's where I'm at with the special teams. I think the the assistant special teams coach is Westhoff? Mike Westhoff? Yep. Um, it's weird when you're assistant special teams coach, but now you're the assistant head coach. Yes. I mean, and he's an older guy, 70, 75 years five? old. Yeah. yeah. Uh, weird dynamic, different. Not a different dynamic doesn't mean that it's a bad dynamic here. Um, obviously, Sean Payton trusts the guy and views him as a really good coach. That's why he got him out of retirement. Uh, all good. So, I mean, he's assistant special teams coach. He has a wealth of knowledge, obviously. And, and now he can, I, I, I don't know. You know what he does as assistant head coach that other coaches don't do. Really, is he Sean Payton's Jerry Rossberg? What, what? What exactly? I mean, no, no, no. I don't just think sort of like an old school compass that can help where you kind of need them. Maybe instill some like wisdom. But Jerry was doing like the upstairs stuff, right? I mean, he was helping with the time management, the clock management type of stuff, right? Yep. Um, so Mike won't be doing that, but I think the other aspect of it, yes, I think uh, where you're going there, yes, I think it's just whatever whatever needs to be done, right? He'll do a little bit of everything. But obviously his main title there is helping the special teams and helping a guy that used to work under him. 
I mean, how cool would that be? I mean, that would be cool. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm your boss now, and then one day, like, you end up, like, flipping and, and taking over the lead role, and, and then, you know, when I'm, like, 80 years old, and then <laughs> I'll be, like, second in command. I, that's, I, that, that'd make me feel good. I, 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 that'd sure. make me feel good. Sure. It's like your tree. <laughs> your sports radio travel <laughs> part of your tree. A part of your tree. No, but, no, you, you, seriously, though, like, that, like, that Mike Westoff, he's 75, he's retired. Right. That's cool. My guy that I had as my assistant is now the head guy, and I get to help him out, you know, being his assistant now. I think that would be really, really cool to be in that type of situation. I bet he does. And, and he also has the title of being assistant head coach. Usually, you know, if it's not your special teams coordinator as assistant head coach, it's like your running back coach, you know, one of the positional coaches right. or your offensive defensive coordinators. Uh, but that's not the case here. Whatever. I just think it's more of a fluff title than anything assistant head coach. Just like, like paying homage almost, maybe? I don't know. It, yeah, okay. maybe making a little bit more money. Yeah, uh, yeah. Whatever, titles, all um, those titles. Real quick, both of these guys have direct line connection to Rex Ryan when he was a coach of the Jets. Does that make it any more likely that Rex is the next defensive coordinator, or are these two things totally islands unto themselves? Yeah, I think they're total separate here. Um, Rex probably likes them, probably gets along with them, I would assume. Yep. And if, if that's the case... Yeah, I think Rex either wants the job or doesn't want the job. They either offer it to him or they don't. Like the special teams coaches, just because they coached with him, you know, back in 2012 or 10, 11, whenever it was, I don't think that plays a part in this at all. All right. We'll see uh, what happens on the defensive coordinator front. But uh, in the next 48 hours, in the next 48 hours, we'll we're expecting yes. um, some sort of clarity on that. We now uh, have total clarity on the special teams coordinator uh, situation. And it has been a situation here in Denver. Okay, did we get our final chapter over the weekend of one of the biggest disasters in the history of the Denver Broncos? That's next. Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Band presents Stokely and Zach. We got our final chapter over the weekend of truly one of the biggest disasters in the history of the Denver Broncos football club. Final chapter, biggest disasters. Oh, well, I I know what you're talking about now because I think what we were just talking about and Kisner sent us a text about it. It's, um... Yeah, that might be it. That might be the last time that we see Paxton Lynch. Did you watch any XFL just real quick at all? Um, Not a single play. I didn't either. I didn't either. I didn't even, you know, last time, whatever it was, we were we went to yeah. we were at Dell's, Dell's having a cigar. And I was when like, they had the cigar it. lounge. Yeah. Didn't make the terrible decision to get rid of it. Mm. Yeah, like, why would you do that? What a rare setup that yeah. was. God. Yeah. They can still put it back. They can put it back. They can do what's right. They can do, do what's, what's right. right. Yes. Just do what's right in this yes. situation. Like, yes. the people want the cigar, but we'll just go to Stanley's, whatever. It's all good. It's all good. See Stanley. Um, we were sitting there, and, and I threw action in on, uh, was, was that the it XFL? Was, no, it was the USFL, yeah. I believe. Yeah. But I didn't even do that this time. I didn't even do that. I didn't, I didn't have any action on anything related to that. I actually forgot it was going on. So and didn't pay any attention. Saw a few highlights, and that was it. 
Same. Tell me about Paxton. Oh, Paxton. God. Sucks. Oh, oh so no. No, that's, that's from Richie. Look at Richie. <laughs> Richie's back there. Oh, God. Paxton, 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 man. Once again this weekend, met the same fate that he has met many times. Man, when we when we first started doing this radio show, there was still hope that like Paxton Lynch was going to be like the savior. There was still um, there was still people holding out hope that he was just mishandled at the start of his career, stunted him. But I think we have a, a proper enough sample size now. Um, at the time, I I I said uh, Paxton could go down as the most unique bust in NFL history, where these other players. Jamarcus Russell, Johnny Football, they've had a chance to actually go out and fail. Paxton Lynch played four games in the NFL as a first-round pick. It is unheard of. And this past weekend, despite an opening drive that ended with a touchdown to freaking Cody Latimer, which you can't make up, things ended up going badly for Lynch. Again, he, um, in the third quarter, down 21-6 to after his last pass was picked off. He was benched again. Go back to the bench. Making making Paxton Lynch the only quarterback ever. Ever. Ever, ever? To be benched in the NFL, benched in the CFL, benched in the USFL, and benched in the XFL. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Stop it. Think about the person, okay? (laughs) <laughs> think this sucks. Think about the person. Oh, um, is it? Wow. Is it? That just man sums it all up, Zach. Right yeah. there. That's what it does. And you're, you know, you're the way that you broke down like one of the un- most unique busts ever because he just never played. Never played. He never got on the football field. He just couldn't. He did, and then it wasn't good enough, and that was it. And then it was over. Like, that doesn't happen. First-round picks get plenty of opportunities. Yes. He didn't even get opportunities. He was no. that bad. Nope. And so it is. It's um, one of the bigger busts ever, certainly. it's It was so bad, and, you know, I mean, he's gotten a chance everywhere to get it done, and it's um, it's just not a very good quarterback. That's, nope. That's very obvious. Yep. Doesn't matter what system, what league. He's just not very good. Um, God, I remember Bill Musgrave up there at the podium saying, what, they run eight plays at Memphis? It was kind of just like, ah. And then he goes to Seattle, and it was Schottenheimer was the OC, and he's like, we got to teach him how to be a pro. And when he said that, I said, whoa. A, the word is out. And B, they're seeing stuff that is turning them off in Seattle. What it was, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Did a stint in Pittsburgh. Right? Did it, I think he was with the, the Steelers for a little bit in like a you know, practice yeah. squad or training camp or something. Yep. This is this is this is a guy that the that the Dallas Cowboys wanted to trade up for. Yep, that's right. And they didn't. And the Broncos Broncos moved. beat it to beat, yeah. beat them to the punch. That's yep. what happened. Yep. And Jerry Julian Jones was so upset on the record. Who talks about not taking the swing the day after the first day of the draft? Jerry does. Jerry. He's like, I can't believe I didn't do it. All my biggest, all my biggest wins in life have been big swings. I, I, you know, we we missed this one. They draft Dak Prescott in the third round. A player it was a third or fourth. I think fourth, it was third. I believe. Was it fourth? But I don't know. Yeah, I thought it was fourth. whatever. Whatever. Uh, the Broncos liked Dak. 
the Broncos like Dak. Uh, uh, you know, supposedly, but he was supposed to be in Denver and, you know, misses his, misses his flight to Denver. Right? That probably pissed some people off, right? Like, really? You're supposed to be here and you missed your flight? Had the DUI that offseason? St- stock fell a little bit? Yep. Dak goes to the Cowboys. Was, I think he was AFC Offensive Player of the Year that year. It was him and Zeke coming in together. He gets paid. And Paxson is, you know, getting beat out by the quarterback from the Colorado School of Mines in the CFL and getting benched in his first XFL game. I, I just, it's a, it's a remarkable um, arc. And, and when I ask this question, I'm being sincere. I don't, I can't decide for myself if I find it admirable that he kept trying or it got to a point where it was just embarrassing. Yeah, no, I think you just keep trying. And, I mean, I think it's, uh, that's what you got to do. And but now it's it's obvious that it's it's a wrap. It's over. You're just not good enough. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just uh, but yeah, keep going at it. You know, why not believe in yourself and, and go for it? Be, there's a lot of guys that failed a few times and then, you know, given the right opportunity, made, was successful, successful in, in sports and in business and you know, things like that. So. But just not good enough, obviously, uh, there with, with Paxton, unfortunately. And, you know, like you were saying, Zach, it's it's crazy. You know, if Jerry offered, like, a little bit more and the Cowboys move up and take Paxton, he's not going to work out. Then do the Broncos take Dak there in the third or fourth round. Right. You know, and we, we have Zach, excuse me, Dak here instead of Paxton. You know, what would have looked differently? Who who would we have taken? Uh, but the Broncos were the more aggressive team in that situation, and um, we all know how it played out. Bad for us and good for them. Yeah, We've been looking for a quarterback ever since, and they've had their quarterback that they feel pretty good about and paid a lot of money. And so it's um, kind of that, that's, that's the way these things work out. Sometimes you're unlucky, and the Broncos were unlucky in that situation. Usually it's a team that's not aggressive. Yeah. It usually ends up kicking themselves. Like Jerry should have been continuing to kick himself like, golly, that's Aaron Rodgers 2.0. Right, right, and, paying for it. And, you know, unfortunately for us, we, we made the wrong move at the wrong time, and it's like the one-off, the one of five, where when you move up to get the guy like that and you just – bunch of people think that it's going to be successful, it just flames out. Will Paxton Lynch ever throw a pass at any professional level again? Well, I don't know what's going on with his team there. He's still on the roster, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. The other guy came in, by the way, to give you a little backstory that I saw. It threw like two interceptions. So uh, the other guy didn't do good. Pro- Quentin Dormady. I don't know. Uh, I have no frame of reference. Yeah, that makes two of us. Um, but he didn't do well. I can yeah. tell you that. Yeah. So he was awful. Paxton was awful. Like, who do you start? Awful or awful? Like, I think you go back to Paxton at some point. Probably. That's <laughs> like at that, some I mean, point. Uh, yeah, unless they cut him. I think they don't have m- many options there to play anyone else. So I, because of that, I say, yes, yep. he'll throw another pass. Okay. I'm rooting for Paxton. I, 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 what is that even like rooting to do what? Throw some touchdowns and keep the dream alive so we can do segments like this. <laughs> <next year. laughs> you're, you you got a bad heart. Oh, you're no. Being yeah, oh, no, no, you're no, not being nice. No. I knew you weren't being nice when no. you said I'm rooting for Paxton. God. No, you're really not rooting for Paxton at all. <laughs> oh, no. You're really not. <laughs> you know what? You're right. I am really not. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but wow. think about the person. Okay? Yes, yes. Think about uh, it. CBS Sports targeted one player. Each team should prioritize this offseason in free agency. Who did they pick for the Broncos? That's next. 
listening to Stokely and Zach on Denver Sports Station, 1043 The Fan. Sports targeted one player. Every team should prioritize this offseason in free agency. Who exactly did they pick for the Denver Broncos? It's interesting. So this is a national outlet targeting Stoke Tony Pollard at the running back position, huh. who's up for free agency. Okay. When I say the name Tony Pollard, what do you, what do you think? Really good running back. Kind of a dual threat guy that um, came out of Memphis, I believe, and yes, was good, a wide receiver and moved to running back. Oh, is uh, that right? I didn't know that. I thought, I thought, um, yeah, I thought that was the case. I don't know, hundred percent. Fourth sure. round pick, uh, yeah, and just overtook Zeke as as the better back. So spot on with the wide receiver okay. stuff. Okay, and just overtook Zeke there the last couple of years as the better back, and then they've been more receptive to it. This last year with giving him more carries and more opportunities, but um, a guy that's a, a, a playmaker, certainly. I would like to have him here. I think we we have other needs that we need to address in front of that than a running back. Right. So I'm like a little hesitant because he's not he's not coming on a one-year minimum type of deal. He is not. So you have to pay him. How about let's fix this offensive line? How about, how about let's try to help this offensive line out? Make that a priority uh, over a running back. And then what's going to happen when we have Javante Williams? Uh, to me, that, that so it doesn't make sense to go after a high-priced running back this offseason. That would make little sense. But Tony Pollard's a great player. He's a so really good player. That's my view of it all. How, how, how do you feel? You and I, um, you know, we agree and disagree on this and that, but we've always kind of had the same, well, not not the same, a very similar outlook on how we view the running back position. I, through the years with you, have equated it to a hammer at Home Depot. It's truly one of the cheapest things in the store. You use it a ton at home. I mean, even even someone like you, I'm sure, gets a hammer out once in a while, but wait, what do you, wait, hang some stuff, right? What is I mean, someone like you? What does that What does that even mean? I mean, someone like you who. Are you the most handy, like, around the house? Are you asking or are you, like, you're making a statement? No, I'm asking you, like, but, but around you, the house. But you, you, were, you were implying that I'm, I'm not, but now you're asking. I don't understand how you went from judgmental to it wasn't asking judgment. the question. It was judgment. It was. Well, uh, well I'm, now, I'm now asking the question. Oh. Are you handy around the house? Hell no. <laughs> okay. Okay. I can't do <laughs> but, but I'd be willing to bet once in a while you got a hammer at the house that you yeah. use, right? And whenever I do something, like the basic thing, I, 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 want, I treat myself. It's like, all right, yeah. I'm going to have a cold beverage Straight and a cigar. Yeah. <laughs> I deserve it. Ten minutes of doing something that actually fixed something, yes. like, that's the biggest kick ever because, no, I'm the least handy person. But hammer, you use it, you yeah. bang it, you bang it, you bang it, and eventually the wood will split or the hammer head comes off and you go back to Home Depot and you spend about 20 bucks for a brand new one. That's kind of how I've always viewed the running back position. Um, so while I agree with you about Tony Pollard, good player, man, good player. Thousand yards on the ground, dynamic. You know, in the passing game, can be. Um, you ain't getting any younger, Zach. He's not. So now you're paying a guy that's he's 25 know. right now. Oh, so he's still young. Um, 
So I'll, I'll kind of take that back. I mean, he might be turning 26 here sometime soon. Has been the lead back, so 500 right. carries total for his career. But it's just not the right fit for here in Denver. It's just not. But, so so we say that, but, like, what, what if the prognosis is that Javante Williams is going to miss half the season? <sighs> Does that change your view, Zach, on... Tony Pollard or any other back that you're going to have to commit some resources to. Not really, man. I'm with you. Not really. It's like I am not taking a short-term view and handing out a big money deal. And, and even if it's modest money, even if it's modest money to that position, I just don't believe in paying it. I feel like every one of your running backs should be on a rookie contract. And if there's an exception, it's a veteran who's on a low money deal like Latavius yeah. Murray. And for me, there's not a lot of uh, space in between. There's really not. Um, because you have to feel that way. Like, you can't say, oh, you're looking at Saquon Barkley right now, yep. right, with the Giants. Yep. You picked him at, what, two overall, something like two or three? Yeah, two. Overall. And now you're going to have to pay him because you picked him up that high. You picked him that high. You picked up his fifth-year option, and he's going to be a free agent. He's a good back, but, man, he's had injury history. And then, oh, this year he hit it out the park. Right. Right? No injuries. Oh, so now we have to. Of course. Right? right? Now you're forced to have to pay him. But the approach should be don't draft a running back in the first round to start with. Yep. And second, you don't give him a second contract. That's just because once you start going down this road, like a guy like Saquon, you say, look how good we have to pay him. Right. And then what happens? You pay him, and maybe you get one good year out of him if you're lucky. And then after that, they usually fall off the face of the earth. And there's always exceptions. You look at Christian this year when he got to San Francisco, killed it. Yep. It was awesome. Yep, perfect. But fit. there's always exceptions. But the majority of it, if you do the analytics, we win yes. with the numbers. Yes. The numbers say don't do that. Yeah. And even in this situation, with Javante possibly missing time, go find one somewhere else, right? Where you, you can't commit a lot of resources to that position. That's just, uh, That should be the philosophy. Need offensive line. Yeah. How about a slot receiver? It's a good one. Holy cow. Another tight end. Golly. I mean, can, seriously. No, I'm being serious. Can we find a slot receiver? This is going on years now. Who is the last uh, solid slot receiver for the Broncos? I mean, ser- no, seriously. Like, Wes? Yeah. You know, 2015? Um, and I don't even think he was on that team in fifteen. No, not yeah. You're right. No, yeah. Two, so it's out. I mean, thirteen, this fourteen, was, something like that. Well, thirteen, uh, fourteen. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, so he was here for two years, I think. And and was that two years? Yes. Yeah, so yeah. Really, and I don't know what he did in 2014. I don't think it was that great. But so yeah. So since 2014, that's a long time to not have really? a slot receiver. In I mean, today's like game. Jordan Norwood. Yeah, sure. Um, There's been was, guys who play the role, but not a dude who plays the role. Right. Uh, it's, that's an important position, and we can't find one of those guys. Can't find one. How about, how about trying to commit resources there, Zach? Right. Um, I mean, we got a lot of positions, but let's try to help Russ out with with the. Uh, um, Someone that can work the middle of the football field. I want to throw this out to you because I think it's this is um, noteworthy. And this is coming from CBS and their framing of why the Broncos should look at Tony Pollard. And that's how we started it, uh, this conversation. If you're just joining us, CBS Sports targeted Tony Pollard as the one free agent the Broncos uh, could zero in on this offseason. 
In 15 years running the offense for the Saints, Sean Payton's running backs averaged 65 receptions per year, along with about 500 yards receiving on the season. There were eight seasons in New Orleans in which a Saints running back caught more than 70 passes in a single season, and six years where a running back went for more than 80 receptions under Sean Payton. So maybe we need to keep this in mind from a philosophical approach this offseason, whether we're talking about free agents or we're talking about, you know, uh, late later draft picks, mid-round draft picks, who's got nice hands at that position because historically Sean Payton will use you. Yeah, I like that. Uh, there, there seems like there's a premium on that, and it's a, it's a nice luxury to have, a pass-receiving running back that can be a dual-threat type of guy. Uh, you saw that with Kamara yep. in, in New Orleans. I don't know if you're going to pay anybody, you know, in free agency, but you're right. In the draft, that could be – we don't have a ton of picks, but still, right. that's an important position. Uh, it's, it's like the slot receiver position, especially on third down. But I'd also say this to that. Yeah. Drew Brees was a quarterback, and Drew Brees was a surgeon with stuff like that. He was. Like, like boom, 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 yep. running back. Yep. Boom, boom, boom. His short passing game was so good. He knew when to get it to the running back. He knew um, where to get it to him, all those types of things. He was so good at that in ball placement, all those things. So, like, that was a big part of that. Yeah. You know, yeah, Sean Payton dialing things up, having good players at the position, but they had the quarterback that was really good at doing that. Um, for the Saints and being able to recognize things and get to get it get the ball in those guys' hands quickly, and I don't know if we have that. So it's not just saying, "Hey, this is what Sean Payton likes." Right. Well, yeah, we we all like that. Every right. coach would like to be able to get their running back seventy catches. Who wouldn't want that, right, Zach? But you have to have the personnel, the running back first of all. Then you have to have the quarterback to be able to do it. It's easier said than than done here when you look at the the pass-receiving running back and making a huge impact in the passing game. One other question. Is Richie Carnegie our George Payton today? Oh, my gosh. You are Richie Carnegie our George Payton today? You are so Uh, bad. (laughs) (laughs) You want to explain? Yeah, so so we have members of my family, my, my wife's. My, my wife, Ashley's here. My, is there my, a limit? Like, do we have a limit? Like, three per person? Like, he's got he's got the, the, the whole bi family in here. Like, 20 people deep. Well, you remember the old Who's Jimmy? the fall guy? Who's the fall guy? <laughs> is it Owen? This can't be your kid. <laughs> you know what? I got to get back to you on that. <laughs> <laughs> so we got my wife and her sisters here and her husband and their kid and my one-year-old daughter and my four-year-old are all here in the studio before uh, they go back uh, and fly back to New York. Uh, but they came by to say hi. And, and Zach and, and, made and, Richie and, take them on a tour of the building. Like George Payton yes. was supposed to take coaching candidates That's on a right. tour as he waited outside. Uh, the office. Because he wasn't uh, allowed to do the second interviews. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. All right. Where are we at with this Broncos defensive coordinator search? And a brief look back on the weekend that was for Denver's biggest sports star. That's coming up next. It's Stokely and Zach on Denver's Sports Station. 104.3 The Fan. Fan. You're lighted up when I hear you say my name. Yeah, you know just how to start. You shine. And I just can't wait to get you out tonight. 
What we got here, Kessner? Yeah, you Wait, know let, let me guess. Man, this isn't one of my, my hits. Uh, I'm going to guess uh, Thomas Rhett. Nope. Who is it? Dustin Lynch. Dustin Lynch. Lynch. Also at the party. <laughs> I, I could, you know, I could take Kisner for a, uh, who's your guy, Kisner? What's his name? Keith Urban. Keith, Keith Urban guy. With his with his coffee order this morning. <laughs> yeah, wow. it makes sense. Wait, wait what? Makes sense. Yeah, yeah, makes sense now. Okay. I mean, <laughs> what, what, white chocolate mocha? No. What's his order? No. Yes. Can you believe that? I would never picture Big Kisner. I would think, hey, give it to me. You know, just just like I get it. Like just just give me the Pike or give me the dark roast or whatever. Like no sugar, no cream, nothing. White chocolate mocha. I'm surprised he didn't put peppermint. Like peppermint white chocolate mocha toasted. Right? <laughs> oh no. They have that. I'm surprised. Didn't, now it makes sense, didn't, Kisner. Didn't you order a white peppermint mocha last time? No, not true. I don't know. No, not true. You got one of those free cups. Not true. And, um, and you just tied it to 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 him liking Keith Urban. Yeah, it and makes those sense. Two things now. are related. They are. They are. They're very related. Country guy that dyes his hair. <laughs> And stuff, yeah. Oh my gosh! That's why he's Kisner's favorite? Oh my gosh! Country it makes sense. Dyes his hair. What are we talking about? Right from Australia. Come oh, on, mate. Oh my gosh! Okay, here we are. Where are we at with this Broncos coaching search for defensive coordinator? <sighs> Good. Are you getting gracious. like frustrated, worried, concerned? I, I know we talked about this yeah. at the end of last week, and it's like ah, I think it'll be fine, but. Our 48 hours have now gone into 72, <laughs> yes. like 140 yes. out of 144. I mean, it's like, I, I'll, I'll say this. Going? I'll say this. I'll say this. I'm not, I'm not overly alarmed by it. The timetable is a little bit unusual. And it's actually a lot of bit unusual. There is one little thing that it's like. We're the last one, Zach, by the yeah, way. Sorry yeah. to interrupt you, but we are the last team, right? I mean, yes. Carolina's done it. Arizona, they just hired their coach. They've hired both of their coaches. Who about Indy? Yep. I think. I mean, so I feel like we're the last ones here. Uh, Philly. Philly's looking for a defensive coordinator. Yes. Yes. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe an offensive coordinator, too. I actually right? think, yeah, they're looking to replace both. Yeah, because their guys just left. But Sean Payton's been on the job a lot longer than those guys leaving. Right? It's true. And there, Philly. there is, it's going to be hard to get this thought out the the way that I have it in my head. I'm going to try. What's going to make this thought different than all the rest of your thoughts, though? Would be my question. Touche. Touche. That felt good. <sighs> These coaches typically have a list of guys that they want. Orlando's talked about it. We've talked about it. Like, when you're a candidate and you go into these interviews, you have a list of your dudes. You've already communicated with those people and you kind of, it's like kind of, kind of, you know, it can be fluid, but it's kind of buttoned up at the same time. Like you got, you, you, you got your targets. Remember the report? Who was Sean Payton's guy on his list? Vic Fangio. Yeah. I mean, that was said way, way long ago. Like, Hey, Sean Payton, if he gets a job, he's going to bring, he wants to bring uh, Vic with him possibly. Yeah. Like that was one of the guys yep. on Sean Payton's list. Yep. Right. Cause that's exact to your point. That's what these coaches do. Go ahead. So Sorry. if I were to if I were to try to articulate the one thing that is a little bit I don't say bothersome or whatever, because I don't want this to be a negative take, but you're down on Sean Payton. Stop. Yes, like you were down on Nathan McKinnon early. Oh my it's god! Like, oh my god! Did you god. have a bad day yesterday? No, I did not. Oh. The lack of clarity with who you would want on your list is kind of obvious to me. That like. 
did Sean Payton, when he was being interviewed by the Denver Broncos, and it was like Greg Penner across the table from him, what was his plan at that moment? Was it really to go get Rex Ryan from ESPN? Um, I don't know who's going to be the offensive coordinator. It doesn't matter as much. But it was this sort of um, kind of figured out on the fly? <sighs> I think ultimately he had his guy or guys and, and maybe, you know, offensively, we're, I, we're not concerned. You're not concerned nope. offensively, right? Nope. I mean, this is Sean Payton's show. Yep. We, we've agreed on that, so whatever, with the offense coordinator. We'll, we'll figure it out, and, and it'll be fine there. Defensively is the concern, and I'm sure when it came to the defensive side of the ball, he had his guy or two that he was pointing towards wanting to hire, whether it be Vic or someone else, and then those guys are gone now. That, I mean, that's the only thing that could be hanging this thing up, and, and now you're kind of scrambling a little bit. A little bit. Doesn't yeah. mean it's not going to be a good hire nope. or hope workout. Nope. And now you've kind of gone back to um, square one here, and 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 you're you're back reevaluating everything. Yeah. Starting over again and just looking at everyone that's available. And so you're, you're just – that's why it's taking so long. Because I don't know if it was Vic or not or one of these other guys that got hired somewhere else, but – I would speculate it was probably Vic was his guy, like was first reported a long time ago. And now, you know, Vic all of a sudden gets paid four million bucks. Right. To, you know, 12 million, whatever, four to 16 million over four years, whatever it is. I mean, that's huge money mm-hmm. for a coordinator. Mm-hmm. He's like, I can't pass this up. Sorry, Sean. And I, unless he likes the streets of South Beach and the beach and, and the nightlife also. That probably was a, a sway for him also. Can't right? blame Vic about that. Can't. Right? They probably got good uh, pasta and meatballs. Got a lot of good stuff down there. So so we're told. So, um, so look, so I, that's why I, I just find it hard. Yeah, yeah. Like, but, like, after Vic, like, did you have a secession plan of who, like, Vic was going to be coveted. We, we kind of knew that throughout the season. And I just find it hard to believe that. He went into an interview and said, yeah, you know, I'm going to go for, you know, Rex Ryan or Vance Joseph. Like, so, again, not an indictment of what it's ultimately going to look like. But if there was one thing that I was like minorly concerned about with the timeline, it would be that. Like, what was the plan going in? How much of a departure is this current plan from where that was? It had to be a plan that's different than where we're at now. Had to be. And so I think you have to look at it and say, well, what happened? And I think Vic was on the list, and probably maybe one other guy was on the list. Maybe it was just Vic, and they thought they had him. And turns out that that's not the case, and now you're starting over from scratch and trying to figure it out on the fly when a lot of guys are gone. There's not a lot of guys available. You're late to the party, Zach. The party's already happened. Yes, The party's closing down. It is. It's ending. And you're just showing up at the door, and they're like, oh, God, there's only two people here? Right. There's Rex at the end of the bar. Rex? He's at the snack table. (laughs) Oh, no. Vance, you know, he's just chilling. And so it's like, well, this isn't very much fun. Yeah. So that's where you're at right now. And that's why last week I had this thought in my head, didn't articulate it, but that's why I asked the question last week. (laughs) What? I had it. I had the thought, but it wasn't Uh the time to share about the time or whatever. But I asked you the question, is this staff going to be maybe a one-year stopgap to who he legitimately wants to hire from ground zero next year? Yeah, and I think the ma- the majority of it um, would be no, but that's always a real possibility in this situation because you're late to the party, yep. mm-hmm. and you're like, and then you start putting out feelings. But it just depends on how this team does. Right? If they perform well, then it's all good. Yeah. It worked out well. If not, though, like you weren't my first choice anyway, <laughs> Rex. 
Yep. Go back to ESPN. Right. Beat it. Right. I mean, it is Tuesday. If you wanted to hire Rex Ryan, what time is it? What are we doing here? I mean, pew, 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 pew. it could happen at any time, uh, right? I cannot believe Just it. Just like KKFN, KKFN, HD1, Longmont, Denver can happen at any time. Tell you what. I'm going to tell you what. I'm tell you what. I'm Sean Dayton. No, who was that? It was the new Arizona coach over the weekend. You oh, guys that was Gannon. Jonathan Gannon. He's like, oh. he actually did that. I No, yeah. I saw he did some weird stuff. Yeah, I heard. Yeah. I didn't see it, though. Who was the wide Ky- receiver? I forget. That oh, I he thought re- he met Kyler Murray. No, he did. He met, he met a lot of people. And there was a video montage, but he ran into like one of the receivers, I thought, and he's like, hey. He like starts with his hands. He's like, hey, what's up? He's like, pew, pew, pew. Shots. 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 Like we're taking shots downfield. Like, get ready. Like, it's like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm oh, the first night to that... meet you. Pew, pew, pew. Literally oh, wow. started doing that with his hands. Wow. We have that audio. I heard uh, Mike and Mark playing it earlier today. Oh. I, I missed that. I, I didn't, I didn't pew, pew, pew. hear it. He was I saw it on Twitter. Wow. Yeah, we're just, what, Rex Fried. Rex is here. Then VJ was here. Nah, he's not even, not, he's not even going to Philadelphia. He's going to do Zoom with Philadelphia. Right. It's Tuesday at, you know. Isn't that a hard sell? Two o'clock. What are we doing? Isn't that a hard sell? What's that? Vance Joseph to Broncos country? Oh, it's ridiculous. Okay. Yeah. Wasn't last week you were saying Vance should be the option? Over Rex Ryan. Okay. I mean, not in general. I mean, what are we doing here? This is your plan? And by the way, it's not a plan. And for, for everybody who's saying this is like Sean Payton being meticulous. No, he's not. He's being unorganized. and not He had Fangio. Oh. That was his guy. This isn't this isn't like some sort of higher slow fire quick you know any of that crap. He had one one coordinator he need to figure out one because he's the offensive guy. Special teams, I mean, kind of who cares? You had one guy to have a plan for one. And what time is it? What day is it? But but well, how many guys can you actually have though? Is the question because you got hired at a certain time where. You know, can you have five guys on your list? And what if they're all gone? What you if they've already two? taken jobs? Well, what if it was Ejiro Evero? And then they <laughs> interviewed, and he yeah. liked him, but Evero said, yeah. I don't want to be here. This ship is sinking defensively. I don't want to be here. So, I mean, that could have been a possibility. They could have gotten two straight stiff arms, one from the old-timer and one from the up-and-coming guy in yeah. Evero, and now you're stuck with, like, all these guys gone. And we got to remember that other D.C. – you're not going to go hire another team's D.C., like that will get blocked, so you can't make that right. lateral move. So right. you gotta hide. You gotta. <laughs> oh, you gotta. <laughs> guess who's back? Oh, back again! Oh, oh, he's got, he's, dude, you don't oh. get to put up calendars when you've been here once in the last month. You don't get to put he put up a calendar. <laughs> <laughs> gotta love it. Oh. He's back. What I think, and I gotta go here. So this would be the last thought that I share. I think that Sean Payton is trying to find the best garment at, like, the, you know, Nike discount store. Like, and I was at the Nike discount store. Like, it's there's a lot of stuff you don't want in there. Doesn't matter what but the there's water, some good stuff. But there it, but you got to right. look and you got to yes. find it. And and here's what I was told: no oh. lateral moves are going to be made, which means you have to promote someone without right. experience. So he's in a tough position. Th- this in this or intersection. Or find a fired one. Or yeah, one or find a fired one. Yeah. Retired. Not yeah. ideal. You're exactly I had a, right. I got a fun one for you. I heard over the weekend. I don't know who it is, but I heard a nice little rumor that there's another high profile person in the mix that we haven't even uttered that person's name yet, and that person may be in the mix as well. Defensively wow. for DC. Yep. All right. So there, there may be. I mean, who could that be? <laughs> Wade I don't know. Phillips. We're gonna that... get him out of the XFL. He just want to know. I yeah. believe. <laughs> I. Don't, I mean, like who? Like we haven't talked. We've talked about a lot of people. That's a head scratcher. I was uh, so. There's one more 
significant person that everybody knows that still could be a candidate, which may explain the delay that's going on right now. Okay. Well, now, that's, that's, that's not to say they're going to... That's getting, a tease. How about that one? That's fun, huh? Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, oh, now nice. you got me thinking. I was just going to say. I know. I don't know who it is either. Right. Mm. But that's good, interesting. It's a good source. They didn't want to reveal the name. Sure. But it was just like, you know, heads up. And now here it is. Tuesday. I mean, even Wolf is here. <laughs> here, boys. I mean, like, hey, Wolf, is here. Wolf is here before there's a defensive coordinator. That's what they're waiting on. <laughs> for, for Wolf to go back? So we can react Have to you it. been interviewing Wolf? <laughs> <laughs> is that where you've been? You've been interviewing. <laughs> You're going to be on DC? I got a lot, of, a lot of work to get done. Man. I love it. Oh, my gosh. All right. Uh, you guys enjoy it, man. Have fun. I know you'll be talking about the Jokic stuff and everything like that. The Okid stuff. Are you Enjoy leaving too, Stoke? Are you, yeah, well, I, 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 got my, I, just, I got my family I'm solo, here. Yeah, I'm solo dad, so I got to pick up my son from school, but I got a few minutes. Eh. They'll survive. Zach, I was out late. there showing them all the uh, the mountain lion. Oh, the mountain lion picture. Oh, my, fa- my fam out there? Yeah, oh, my God. Is that your family out there? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't. Like 20 deep. Oh, wow. Like I, entourage. I, 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 yeah, yeah, you brought a whole entourage. Right. I learned from awesome Russ, man. People, though. I learned from Russ. <laughs> They're great. Got the whole squadron. Right. Yeah. I had no we're, idea that was your I'm sorry, about Team that. Z. I, I asked him, <laughs> team who's the, who's the fall guy? Like who's a, the fall guy? There are a lot of people out there. It, it, well, it's, it's my wife, my four-year-old, my one-year-old, her sister, her uh, husband, and their son. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's like you know, eight of them, I think. Seven, maybe. Something like that. Oh, okay. That's more than usual up here. So yeah. that's good. Yeah, that's good. Right. Another broken policy, probably. You know, not only does wow. he in the studio. That I didn't sound a snitch. He really oh, is. I, <laughs> hey, I snitched on him last week about eating in the studio. <laughs> hey, and then the next day, HR came calling. Oh. And Richie had a talking to him. Oh, Richie yes. could talk to us, talking too. to. We got yes. talked to as well. Yeah. Because right. you eat Don't worry about him. him. No, no, you you drink, take care of him. They can with... talk all they want. I'm going to listen. I'm going to take care of him. I got some money on Stone's head next time he's in Lodo. I don't go down those streets. Do good. All right, let me give you something. Uh, did you like any of the XFL rule changes? Oh, I, I I'll give you the three. I'll give you okay. the three. Kickoff, you can't move until, you know, the guy catches it and you're like two yards from each other. Three points from the 10-yard line. And, um, the of course, the fourth and 15. Only in the fourth quarter, only when you're down. The f- the fourth and 15 is the one that you can get the ball back for, right? That's what well, you saw. Okay. The, what, what was the team that they came back and won? Yeah. yeah. I, uh, no, I... I hate that, me personally. I hate that uh, fourth and 15 rule. I hate the three-point play rule. Um, I, I just think you, all of a sudden now you're doing uh, what Zach was talking about with the three-point shootout, the, the, the three-point contest, excuse me. You're, you're giving them like like five money balls now in one rack. You're having a, a one-four ball shot. I mean, it's like this is comical. Like, what are we doing here? Uh, so for me, I, I don't like that. Like, kick an onside kick. We think onside kicks get recovered. 5%. Okay, what's 4th and 15 rate? Don't know. That's a great A. Well, little homework. You can't, the, you can't give me one guys. stat and the other stat not I know. I, See, I thought you might be on it. You're fair enough. I, I brought this up right. earlier. So, so, KJ, what what is 4th and 15 conversion percentage? Uh, we know onside percentage is 5%. Yeah, so it's it's not high probably on either one of them, I would I would guess, and probably a little bit no, higher think, on 4th think and 15. About, think about extra points when there was the easy one. It was 99.9%, and now it's like 83%. So still, I mean, the vast majority are, are made, but there's sure. enough 
that makes it interesting. Yes. I would make the argument onside kicks actually aren't that interesting because it's not converted enough. And not only are they not interesting, they're incredibly dangerous. You know, so they are dangerous. Let's make it more interesting and safer. But I, I like that. Let's take I like kicking that, out of things. I Less like kicking. that fact of, of the ball bouncing around. I like, and like the all fact, of a sudden like hit somebody kicking. like, bam, there it is. And uh, I, I, I like that. I don't like the fourth and 15 rule. I, you don't I like hate, that? No, I don't. Why like, not? Fourth and 15, get the ball back? No. Why? I, I like the onside kick. I want to uh, be original see, like with the, the onside 15. kick. I think that'd be, that's more interesting. It's a football play. Yeah, I, that's not for me, though. Why I, do you like kicking so much? It's an actual play. I didn't say I like kicking so much. I just like the onside kick rule better than a, a fourth oh. and 15. Maybe that's just because that's the way it's always been. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm open to different changes. I do like that kickoff rule, though, because I think you way get safer. better, way safer and better returns. It's like because a, you don't have a guys running as far away no, from each it's other. No, like, it's like a running back play. Essentially, it's a handoff. And to a guy behind the line of scrimmage with you, like ten blockers, the guys, the guys can't move until the guy catches the ball. Until he catches it, that's the other thing. So. And because they do that, you're going to have more kickers not kick it through the end zone. They'll play like a football play. So I, it's just a listen. The more times there's a football play in a football game, the better. Yes, agreed. Agreed. So if you yeah. don't like the three, I can see the three point. Thing being a little wonky, yeah, that's, you know, that's like that's, little, that seems like a little bit too much of a reward. However, that's hard, man. From the ten yard line, that's for, the last dang. one on my list. Now, the other one I'm more pliable with is the uh, onside kick one, right? If you're looking to try to maybe get a higher uh, success rate, that's that's a different way to look at it and do it. Um, and and the kickoff one, I, I would be good with. They tinkered with that um, and, and put the guys. Closer to the line, you have to have a certain amount of guys on each side of the kicker. So they've changed that rule guys, over the last five, six years. Your, your boy Paxton get benched again. Yeah. <laughs> Not surprised. He got benched. Were you with him here? Yeah. You were. His rookie year? Yeah. What type of teammate was he? He cries. Cries. Wow. It's a crier. It's a crier. It's usually not good. No, um, not a good. quarterback. When your quarterback goes out there and stinks Go it up to the and bench. he's crying on the bench, yeah, not good. All right, so let me run this past you guys. Real I gotta quick. go. I gotta go play Mr. Dad today. Yeah, go. go pick up my son. Y'all have a good one. Right, Wolf, welcome back. I'm only here for one day, but <laughs> yeah. Well, well. Anyway, still welcome back <laughs> and have a good trip. Bye bye. Here for a good time, not a long time. All right, All right still please out. All right, well, we'll just use this as an opportunity to uh, catch up. Good to see you back, Derek. Yeah, of course. Good to be back, man. For a day. Yeah. You know, we'll make it worth it. Make it worth your time, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll, we'll get into all of it. Well, the, the, that, the NBA All-Star Game, um, what's going on there, how Jokic was unbelievably insulted. I got some good ideas for the All-Star Game and for the Pro Bowl to switch it up. The Pro Bowl? To make, yeah, all, that, all these All-Star Games are getting boring. All right. Well, let's dig into it as we rock and roll on a gorgeous day. Uh, storm coming in tomorrow, but we're glad you're riding with us here on The Drive.